Welcome to Just a Phase Podcast, a podcast about modern parenting. This is episode 12. Go! No, don't go. This week we talk about traveling with your kids in tow. What could possibly go wrong? And we'll also talk about uh, Whitney's baby, the Bernie bro. Actually, more of a toddler Bernie bro, right? Um, and uh, just the, the fun teaching kids consent and listen to the show. You're going to like it. All right. Hello, I'm Whitney Crispell, mom to Cecilia, who's three months old, and Vivian, who is going to be two on the day this podcast is released. Wow. I know. My name is Drew Ludwig. I am father to three daughters, ages 10, and she will be seven by the time this podcast comes <laughs> you got out. got it right. <laughs> and five. Ten, seven, five. All right. Uh, and just a reminder, folks, we do sometimes swear on this podcast, so you've, you've been warned. And also... Um, I mentioned probably at the beginning of the podcast, like the fir- one of the first episodes ever, that we were in a home renovation, and you might hear banging. Well, you're still going to hear banging, and if your natural next question is, is Whitney's house just always going to be under construction? The answer to that is yes. <laughs> it's never going to end, apparently. I was waiting to see how you were going to answer that question. Yeah. We're recording from Buffalo, and we live in old houses. <laughs> So you never get done. Yeah, someday my kitchen will be done. Anyway, what's up, Drew? Uh, life is good. good. Life is very good. Uh, the, we've had a little bit of the thaw, so we've gotten back outside, and that feels wonderful. It does. It's awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm super over winter right now, um, but this week is beautiful, and I think I mentioned um, previously that I run this group of uh, for her parents called Go Outside Moms and Dads, um, and we put together just little gatherings and, and go to like nature preserves or yeah. parks, things like that um, during the week and with our kids in an effort to just get outside and explore more natural places in the area. And we had our first 2016 gathering on Monday, and like everybody and their mother came. It was like <laughs> the biggest turnout. Literally, was, probably. Yeah. <laughs> it is a mom's group. <laughs> yeah. We have one guy. We have one dad. Oh, okay. sorry. Sorry. Go I... outside moms and dad. <laughs> but anyway, um, everybody came, which to me is just proof that people are like desperate to be outside. Oh, yeah. It was warm, but it wasn't, you know, no, that it, warm. <laughs> like, I, I love on the first sunny day to look at Elmwood Avenue, which is like a main commercial strip here. And it's just uh-huh. like the sidewalks are flooded with people going nowhere it's just like we have to be outdoors yeah my one of my friends calls that tank top day yep. because it's like totally inappropriate for people to be wearing tank tops yeah yep. but everybody does <laughs> yeah so did i talk with you at our last episode about adventures in dentistry you well you were sad because you found out that yeah. one of your daughters needed dental surgery but and that happened okay and how so did that go she's happy well i mean she's Is sore she? like it, she's sore so okay. she's still recovering but she's not like freaked out by caps on her teeth what which would freak me out so yeah. like i'm like she's proud of them and i kind of want to be like eh. <laughs> should you yeah so um and then so my daughters uh regular listeners will know are are adopted right mm-hmm. and my first daughter like came with caps on her teeth and okay. her parents had some bad practices so 
uh, we thought that that her, her birth parents, right? So we thought that like it wouldn't happen with the second kid, but apparently like it's a mouth chemistry too, right? Because some people just have bad mouth chemistry, and because uh, we did our best to keep our kids' teeth clean and everything like that. So now my youngest is like she's talking well. She like I want caps too. She didn't say she <laughs> wanted caps. It's even worse than that, because oh no. well, so like uh, my wife took the took the middle child to children's hospital for the surgery and everything like that. And uh, just really annoying, like, when you've got kids and a kid has to fast, which she had to do, oh. start your stuff on time, right? So, like... Oh, I never even thought about yeah. that aspect So, like, the last food went in the mouth at 9 o'clock because they were supposed to begin at 11, and they began after 2. Oh. So, yeah, like, my wife was just hanging out there with the kid who didn't have anything to do and was hungry and anxious, right? Right. So that was just crazy and tiring for her. Like, I was at work, so oblivious. Yeah. um, But but then the kids come home. Well, so they get back after dinner, and they can't eat anyway. So, like, I'm cooking for the other kids, and they get their food that they kind of like and kind of don't like. And then I get the message that the middle child is about to be home. And she's like, we need something soft. Make some scrambled eggs. And the youngest is like, I want eggs. And it's like, you had your dinner. And she goes, when I get caps, I'm going to eat eggs all the time. <laughs> oh, my God. And I'm like, let's like, let's avoid this when stuff, right? Like, How about I just make you eggs tomorrow? Yeah, that's what I said. I was like, no if you needed. don't get caps, we'll eat tons of eggs. Oh, my God. But don't ruin your teeth so that you can get eggs and jello, which is, like, the only thing that she could see. Like, she didn't see, like, oh, she has to go through this surgery, and it's going to hurt, and it's scary. It's eggs and jello. You are so lucky, and you're missing school. Kids are messed up, right? Yeah. It's kind of cute and sweet, though. Cute and sweet. Just wants to be like a big sister. I just don't (laughs) want to hear that when I get No, I I hear you. That's, That's funny. Oh, man. Yeah. Okay. Do you have other... other Yeah. So uh, I think that we turned Viv into a Bernie bro a little bit. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) Because so we took her to a... We we all went to this uh, like probably now, I don't know, a month month, or two months ago. We went... We all went to this uh, Bernie Sanders rally in January outside and... Um, you know, went for a little walk and one of the things we, everybody did in the group was just go Bernie, Bernie as we walked down the street. And ever since then, Viv really likes to chant Bernie, Bernie. And she started sometimes doing it just out of nowhere, like in the middle of a conversation, which to me is very, it's like Bernie bro behavior. You yeah. Know? Especially talking if she's and shouting just someone says, down. Bernie, Bernie. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. Have you dressed up CC like Bernie? No. Have you seen the Bernie babies? I should know. We got to post links on the page. Okay. Right? Okay, that'll be a fun thing to Google image search. Oh, they're beautiful. It's, uh, it's not hard to make yeah. a baby look like Bernie yeah. Sanders. So so speaking of Bernie bros, um, no. I Anyway, <laughs> I'm going to segue into a article from everydayfeminism.com. Um, my, a, a friend of mine that listens to the podcast um, heard us talking a couple weeks ago or a couple episodes ago about uh, not making your kids hug people. Right. And she sent me a link to this article 
about teaching your kids consent at every age that she thought was a nice, you know, it just kind of made her think of our conversation. So I looked at it and I just wanted to share a couple of the the things from this article and I'll post the full thing on there. Mm -hmm. Um, But so it's on everyday feminism. It's called healthy sex talk, teaching kids consent ages one through 21. And some of the ideas for like very young kids, ages one to five are, you know, teaching them to ask for permission before they touch or embrace a playmate which is gonna be real tough but i thought it was a really good idea my kids have a hugger and like an aggressive like and i've tried to teach her yeah it i've i keep failing yeah no but i think check first right right check not everybody wants a hug right exactly um another thing that i hadn't thought of was to encourage your children to read facial expressions and body language Mm -hmm. which yeah it's hard. It's hard, but it's it's good. Um, you know, and then, um, you know, the the only the other one I'll talk about is just encourage them to um, talk about like what feels good and what doesn't feel good, and just sort of develop language around that. So anyway, I she passed along to me. I thought it was really great, so I wanted to mention it here, um, and and we'll post a link to it oh, in there. with some pictures of Bernie babies. With <laughs> some pictures of Bernie babies. So uh, the other thing that's going on over here besides our our home renovation is we are getting ready to go on a trip. We are leaving next week and or actually it'll be like when this airs, it'll be that week. Uh, We are going to Puerto Rico and you can't drive to Puerto Rico. Can't drive and we're flying um, with two with two kids. We did a lot of flying with Viv, which we'll talk about in a second, Um, but I'm pretty excited. I'm, I'm, I'm I am glad for you. <laughs> I know. I'm pumped. Um, but that is a great segue into uh, one of today's topics. We're going to do things a little bit different this episode uh, in that we're not taking a break for a parent or an expert guest. We are the expert We hosts. Yeah, we don't need a guest. <laughs> Drew and I, we're going to take a, a listener request. And I, we someone asked us to talk about traveling with kids. So I thought that would be a great place to start. And this is why it's good to have a podcast co-host, because if this was the Drew Just a Phase podcast, it would be don't. Just don't <laughs> travel with kids. It's, then, I love to travel. Travel yeah. is fantastic. It's one of the best things in life. But the rewards of traveling with kids, and there, it, there is some reward to it, but like the cost outweighs the the the, the marginal cost. Is that... Is that a good economics term? It was high know. school when I had economics. Don't ask me. <laughs> like it's the return for what you put into it is not worth it. Like, See, and I feel so opposite. So yeah, so you're really gonna get I, and maybe that's just because I have little kids. And little kids are easier. So it's, I think I agree that. In terms of just a, a baby versus a toddler already, I can see that it's easier. Um, so I am really curious to talk to you about this. And yeah, when I brought it up, you were like, oh, just don't travel. And I was like, what? My advice is to just go. <laughs> so let's let's just like frame this conversation. I would love to go to Puerto Rico. <laughs> Not with my children. <laughs> I would love to have my children in Puerto Rico. And then have like a magical travel babysitter to whisk them away when you're done. That would be nice. Yeah. And like a teleportation device. Like it's the getting there. Yeah. That's tricky. Well, so then tell me, let's let's tell each other and listeners, where have you traveled with kids that kind of influences this? We ordinarily make a drive, my wife and I, to her family in Illinois, which is about a 10-hour drive Ooh. from Buffalo to central Illinois. Uh, we've done it. Like, 
that's just the wrong amount, right? Like, yeah. it's a long one-day trip or, like, two, like, little short trips. Yeah. So, so that's the biggest, like, regular travel. Um, we have taken the, – the longest trip that we made with kids, we made it all the way down to the Gulf Coast with my former foster kids. Oh, wow. Yeah. Did you fly or drive? We drove. You drove. Yeah, that was when we were, like, small car devotees, so we actually, like, rented a car for the trip, uh-huh. which helps. Like, I'm still – anti big car even though we've broken down and got an suv but like i think it's horrible like I, it's just my shame car yeah i hear you but i will say like because like for everyday driving around i feel like most people have way more car than they need mm-hmm. but for vacation like we three kids we need three rows of seats yep yeah uh, because if they're all across a bench or if one of your kids has a friend over and you had yeah. go somewhere yeah you need yeah. that and, and you just I know. need s- some space I know. so they don't kill each other. Yeah. Um, so have you flown yet with your kids? I So this is where <laughs> I'm weird. I have not been on a plane with any one of my kids, but my wife has been on a plane with two of my kids on separate occasions. Okay. So like that's how far we go is like one kid flies with her. Okay. Gotcha. And that's, that's usually to see her brother in the uh, Washington, D.C., Annapolis area. Okay. So... I we ha- I mean Cece's just under three months, so we haven't traveled really anywhere significant with her yet. But with Viv, we have done we did a trip to Northern California, okay, a trip to Puerto Rico, and then a and then a flight to New York City. So she's flown three times. That's awesome. And she super easy. So you will be the voice then, of experience, and I will be the voice of fear. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then we and then uh and then we take a bunch of like car trips none as long as yours though that scares the crap out of me to be honest with you that's where i have fear is like the really long car trip the air travel just like doesn't freak me out that much what freaks me about 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 the air travel is the other people and like you can't stop the airplane yeah yeah again i don't know maybe so we're about to get on a plane with a toddler and i we definitely are like yeah, I'm downloading movies to my laptop, and right. we're going to bring everything we can possibly bribe her with. But I anticipate that at some point she's going to be like, all done, get down now, and we'll, that'll be a struggle. That's one of the ways that we've changed in our travel that I thought we wouldn't. Mm. But we used to have DVD players for the car that we only used for long trips. Right. Uh, and we used to like talk about like phones and tablets and like letting kids use them. And like it's just one more thing to fight over. And so, really? like, we huh. don't do that. Like, each kid gets a bag of stuff, and it's their bag of stuff, and we discourage, like, trading and swapping, although it always happens. But, like, when you get bored, go into your bag. Hmm. And it's all, like, real stuff. And it's stuff that they pick out. We help coach them. So, did they each, like, have their own car DVD player, and they still No, fought? no. Oh, so that's – they didn't have their own individualized. We had two screens – and that, like that was part of it. Like once there's a third row and there's three kids, um, but they'll fight about what's on. Like <laughs> everybody has different tastes, yeah, right. and then like, and it just becomes this like, if it's not on, er, any anything less than watching a film is bad, and yeah. it's cause for screaming. Yeah. So and like we just didn't want to listen to Disney movies the whole right. way. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah, and like kids i mean i've got like contrarian kids like they just 
they enjoy fighting with each other. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I don't, I, I just, I can't wait for your kids to get older. I know, I know. I feel like I'm going to come back and be like, oh, eat, so, like, you were like, a fool. Like, I, I participated in the, two of my daughters share a room and like our normal bedtime pattern is like baths and brush your teeth and read a story. And then if, if you want to you can read look at books by yourself for a little bit before we turn the lights out yeah and they fight like one kid will always want the lights to be on so they can look at books and the other one will be like i'm tired now right i want to go to sleep and they're so tired that they will scream for the lights to be out and it's like if you're that tired you shouldn't be screaming just shut your eyes and go to sleep right or just wait five minutes but like it's if you if you will fight over light switches and they will (laughs) Then you will fight over a DVD player. Yeah. No. I And my girls are close, so they probably will get to that phase and I'll, yeah. I'll be like... Although maybe they'll like the same stuff at the same time. We'll see. I mean, that's part of the challenge is there's, an, there's enough years in between my oldest and my youngest that they don't really want to... Well, they do want to watch the same shows, but we don't want the youngest to want to watch the stuff that right. the oldest wants right. to watch. So my five-year-old yeah. asked me to put Justin Bieber on the radio today. I know, right? Although I don't this know. This is a podcast. So I'm you, a believer. Everyone so can't see back. Whitney's face, but she was like, what? Come on. Yeah. No. Although, yeah. Side note, my niece who is 13 years old was a huge Justin Bieber fan. Then she hated him. Now she's back. And her Instagram is just basically filled with like pictures of him and being like, I love you, babe. And I am so happy she's a believer again. It's just amazing to watch. I so, feel like love it's you, Maddie. weird to call. <laughs> Is Maddie listening? No. She'll be like, that's not cool. <laughs> Her mom might be, though. <laughs> I feel like it's weird to call any celebrity babe. Like, <laughs> yeah, 100%. I've got a huge crush on Tina Fey. <laughs> but What's I up, never babe? would be like, <laughs> girl. <laughs> I don't even know like how I would talk in like a in that way to her when i was in when i was in middle school there there were these magazines that i don't even know if they exist anymore tiger beat the internet yeah like tiger beat and teen beat and they i had a huge crush on jonathan taylor thomas from home improvement jtt and he and they had this thing called clip out love letters so you would like clip out the little like pre like the template they made like i love you because and then you'd fill it in and send it in Mine was published, and wow. it was, like, so serious. Like, I, I have it somewhere upstairs in my attic. It's like, I love you because you're so brilliant and smart, and, like, I can't – I know in my heart I will meet you one day. Like, t- I mean, way Is more embarrassing than Is he brilliant or smart? He went – I think he went to Harvard. So oh. if you think that smart people go to Harvard, then JTT sure. is smart. Okay. Yeah. I had no idea. He was, yeah. Did you know that he was smart when you wrote that? <laughs> yeah, because I read Teen Beat and they talked about how he needed, like, you have to use a dictionary to talk to him because vocabulary was so good. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway. And and he's and our guest next week on, on Just a Face. <laughs> that would be amazing. Yeah. Okay, celebrity get, parents. Yeah. When we get rich and Is he a parent now? I don't think so. Oh. I'm going to Google that, though. <laughs> I'll, I'll report back to you. Okay. Tina anyway, Fey is a parent. Tina Fey is a parent. Can you get her on the hilarious. show? Yeah, I'll try. Thanks. <laughs> I'll tweet at her. Yeah, Tina, babe. <laughs> yeah. So, hey, babe. 
<laughs> Tell me about your baby. So with the, you know, like huge disclaimer that I have small children and it is in many ways easier to travel with small parents. I did have some small time children. To, oh, <laughs> small parents are probably and easier too, too, right? But yeah, small more space kids. in the airplane seat. <laughs> I did have a chance to think about some of my thoughts and advice and on traveling with kids. And Good. Drew, you can just interject here. I'll just laugh at your ideas. And, yeah. But I, I really do think that you should just go places, mm-hmm. especially when they're little. And when you're there, you need to let go of a lot of your expectations. So nap time is going to get screwed up mm-hmm. and their schedule is going to be besi- beyond nap time. But eat- everything's going to get screwed up and it's also going to be a little bit wonky when you return. You're going to yeah. have an adjustment period. But I just think who cares? You should just go be the people who do things and see places uh-huh. and deal with it because you're going to think you're going to remember more the memories that you make when you're traveling than you are you know the week when your kid's an asshole because their nap time is screwed up like who cares and this will be a good week to test it because it's daylight (laughs) savings so like you no 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 puerto this is why it's genius because puerto rico is an hour okay so you're winning but all of our listeners all of our listeners with kids (laughs) are going to have horrible kids this week yeah and so they'd be like Oh, well, this is what my kids are like when their schedule gets right. messed up. Right. Exactly. So. Um, on on a related note, I think that you need to just embrace change. So if this is if you have a new kid and you're traveling for one of the first times, mm-hmm. you just need to really just accept that it's going to be super different. So pre-kids, Sean and I would go out mm-hmm. and basically just stay out really late having awesome meals drinking and then we'd sleep in and have a really lazy morning yeah you can't do no that. obviously you can't do that um so you, instead of just like ma- making puppy dog eyes at like all the like restaurants and bars you can't go to just mm-hmm. you know try to be positive and think about it in this new way that you get more of your day of vacation <laughs> Right. Right. So like when we went, especially with the time change, when we went to California, we were just up super early every morning. Mm -hmm. But that meant that we got to see, you know, the beautiful ocean and the neighborhood early in the morning in a way that we never would have before. Beach wasn't crowded yet. Yeah. And we went there. Yeah. And we went to bed early. (laughs) Okay. Um, So the and then the other piece of advice I have is that you should try to rent um, apartments or homes, depending on the kind of travel you do, because it's, sometimes a hotels hotel, aren't built for kids. No, and sometimes it's you ha- you have to stay in a hotel. It's not an option to rent a place and right. find whatever. And and there's benefits to that because they have cribs and yeah. roll away beds and things like that. But and breakfast included. And breakfast included. But renting an apartment or a house, if that's a possibility for you, um, it means that when your kids go to bed, you can still hang out. And not feel like a total weirdo just like watching Netflix in the dark quietly while your kid's trying to sleep. Yeah. Because that's what traveling with kids feels like to me. Yeah. So, although like that's so much of my travel is like my rule for travel would be if you travel and you shouldn't. (laughs) But if you travel, travel to where the grandparents are and then leave the children with the grandparents and go have fun. Definitely. So, um. Yeah, because then, then you, when you're staying at mom's house, right, you can just ditch the kids because mom wants, I mean, they they can stay stay in for one night. Right. 
So. No, it is that is a good idea. That's something we've talked about as they get older is like taking, you know, aforementioned believer niece with us or something like planning yeah. a trip that where we like it's not going to be costly to add another person somewhere we can drive and rent a and place she can, she's and she can come with us time and help out yeah right exactly. yeah I totally so. i need a believer and, niece and, <laughs> and then you know one more thing on like the the rentals is that a lot of them i've found even if they don't list it they have stuff for kids so they'll have a high chair they'll have a pack and play just because they rent their house out more so you don't have to bring that stuff along um and usually people are really happy to to help accommodate that and then the other thing the the last piece of advice i will give is just like general this was something that i did before i had kids um my friend Bryn and i traveled a lot together especially during college and we created this rule that there's always one day on a trip that you just need to give you need to sacrifice to the travel gods. It's like a day where. Do you schedule it or? No, no, no. It's no, like no. today no. the gods have taken their. No, you do tribute. not schedule it at all. Okay. But it's usually it's a day where you know you thought you were going to be doing one thing, but then the weather's shitty. Yeah. Or you got there and the thing sucks. Yeah. Or whatever, like it just doesn't work out, and you and and so she and I have discovered that it's best to just recognize what's happening yeah and say oh this is the day that we just we sacrifice to the travel gods and say thank you for giving us a nice trip this is just the crappy day nothing's going to plan we have to just go with it and that it takes off the pressure because sometimes i can get so like especially if it's like a trip where i want to try to pack in a lot i can get like really worked up of like well i want to see this i want to see that and if you just accept that especially with kids that it's not all going to work out, you, it lets you chill. So. Well, and that's like, so my philosophy for traveling, which like just bumps up against other personalities in traveling, <laughs> is like that the purpose of traveling is is to have fun and to have new experiences, right? Yes. But if a new experience isn't fun or pleasant, then it's you shouldn't force it, right? Like, right. we have to see this. Uh, I don't feel good. You're going to like this, right? Like, totally. And, like, and I like I like to see things and do things, but <laughs> it seems like such a weird thing to say. Of course, right? <laughs> but you can't, like, I don't like to have a schedule on vacation. And, right. Or at least not a tight one. So, like, today we're going to see this thing, right? But when we get there <laughs> right um and we try to wake up early and beat the lines and crowds and everything like that right. how long are we gonna stay until we don't feel like it anymore yeah no 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 you know that's so, so. true I, I i really like to plan and to have an idea of everything i could do but not necessarily map it out and be strict of it has to get done yeah like i really just that's part of how i get excited about going to a new place is like discovering what it could happen but i totally agree with you that it's it's good to have an idea of what you want to do, but yeah. like not be married to it. Yeah. And yeah. So for my kids, like they are willing to like look at things and do things, but really the highlight for them of anything is the food. Mm, um, mm-hmm. So that's one way that they're like me, these children <laughs> of mine. <laughs> um, so like we, we use that like, to our advantage right like we really want to look at this thing for another 10 minutes but then we're gonna get hot dogs hot dogs, hot dogs. So just hang on for the hot dogs okay right? 
So, and I feel like that's also part of if you're traveling with kids and again. Yeah, if you have to do it, what's your advice? Yeah, if you're married to someone who makes you travel with the children <laughs> or if you have to go to a place because somebody's getting married or somebody dies or whatever, like you can't win on all fronts. Mm-hmm. So like, mm-hmm. believe it or not, as much as I love to eat, the food that I love to eat is different than the food that my kids love to eat, right? But if we're going to look at the stuff that I want to look at, we're probably going to eat the stuff that the kids want to eat, Yeah. right? Uh, or, you know, vice versa, like if we're going to spend all day at a children's museum, then maybe I get Indian food afterwards. We haven't really tried that one yet. Um, yeah. But you can find stuff... Yeah. Actually, I like travel tip number eight, whatever we're on, <laughs> like an Indian buffet. Like, oh, yeah. You can find some stuff that kids can eat. They're going to whine about it because they're going to have to look at food we t- <laughs> that I mean, they don't like. We've been taking Viv to Indian since she could eat. So That's I, awesome. That, we are just, yeah, we'll yeah. get we'll get to that. We, we're like, you are going to like Indian food. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Because <laughs> our kids will be like, well, this is rice and this chicken is almost plain. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, could we have some that's all the way plain? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, My kids don't like tacos. <sighs> I know, right? What is wrong with them? That's disturbing. I, that is entirely genetic because we did not teach them to not like tacos. That's disturbing. So do you have like dream travel that you would do with your family? <laughs> or are you just like, is there any kind of like fantasy dream travel that you just There's someday just- want to do? So well, one thing that my family is good at that I like is like outdoorsy travel. Mm-hmm. Um, so like our vacation last week, last week, <laughs> last summer was really like not big travel. It was to the Finger Lakes, short drive. Yeah. Um, and we rented a cabin mm-hmm. and um, it was nice to go on a boat with our kids. Like we rented That's like awesome. kayaks, right? Right. And it was nice to take hikes. Um, and, like, we rented a cabin at a place that had a swimming pool. So, like, that's, I mean, that's where vacation is. Like, th- it wasn't my dream to drive a few hours to go to a place with a pool that's just like every other pool in Buffalo. But the kids were happy to have a pool. And yeah, that was a good, like, rhythm to part of it. Right. Um, so, like, I don't, I, I, I would be happy like as my kids grow, I think they will be able to take longer hikes. Uh, one, I think my first place was like the Whirlpool, uh, the hike down. To yeah, the that Whirlpool was your first recommendation. First, yeah, and like that's like that's kind of like the outer limit of how much hike they can handle. Yeah, but they can do that, and like that's kind of like the travel that I like. Mm-hmm. Um, disc golf. My wife and I like to play disc golf together, and there are a couple disc golf courses that are like in a circle around. A, like my kids. They'll walk with us for disc golf, but it's great to have a place where they can, like, wander off and stay in eyesight. Like, there's places in the world that I'd love to go again. Like, my wife and I, before we came to Buffalo and before we had kids, we spent almost a month in Vietnam, and it was fantastic. Oh, cool. But I can't really imagine doing that with children. That would – it would be tough. It would be different. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, I I don't know. It's – yeah, so I, I love to travel, but it I, I feel like like hardcore travel is going to be like on hold for just a little bit mm-hmm. longer. Mm-hmm. So especially like we'd like to travel to like different cultures. Right, right, and right. 
Uh, this food you is need weird. to wait a we little bit, right? Yeah, exactly. Maybe when they're teenagers, or just not with them at all. <laughs> one or the other. <laughs> one or the other. So, my, like my kind of, well, there's a big bang from. Well, my and also like, <laughs> traveling gets a lot more like. Two yeah. plane tickets and five plane tickets. Like, there's a big so difference different. between those things. Sean and I were actually talking about that in terms of this, like, you know, convers- ongoing conversation we have about whether or not we're done having kids or we want to have another. Yeah. And one of our things is, in addition to the cost of being on the plane, yeah. is you're just outnumbered in yeah. everything. Like, what if, you know, what if you're on an airplane and, like, you, you can't divide the kids? You, there's yeah. there's so, one more crazy person. Since we're claiming to be experts, I'll just give you my expert <laughs> we advice. We're not claiming. Oh, okay. All right. Well, yeah, no, we're I'm not. I'm going to be an expert right now. Okay, Two right. is better. <laughs> Two is so much better. You love your kids, but. It, and it's even ratio, right? Like, you have to go zone defense instead of man-to-man, right. right, once you get to three. Also, with three, there's a swing vote. Right. So like when your kids start fighting with one another, when there's two, they're stuck with one another. They mm-hmm. have to be allies. Mm-hmm. Right. But when there's three, they will team up two against one. And that's rough. So if you go three, you actually have to go four. Um, I mean, I say that as well, a parent and of no, three children. And that's what Sean says, because he's the youngest of four. And he's like, if we have three, I just feel like I have to have that fourth. And, and then he's like, and then I'll just automatically love that fourth one a little bit more because it'll be like me. Like that's terrible. Yeah. We uh, on that. But then swing you're like thing? in van territory. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know. You don't need that no. in your life. On that swing vote thing, we have a another friend besides you who has three daughters. Yeah. And I'm not going to name him, but he has instituted this rule where he gets two votes in family decisions. <laughs> so he just has how to, patriarchal has is to, that? It's terrible. <laughs> He just has to win one daughter over, and then he can create a tie. And then if he gets two, then, you know. But he this came after, like, years uh, of going out to the a, mall on vacations and uh, being like, this is bullshit. I get two votes. It's ridiculous. I, I'm i like, that's your Latin life, man. But so, well, just something so, to think like, about. He doesn't, like, he can't count on his partner to vote with him? No. <laughs> no. Okay. Not on certain activities, no. No, I I mean At I all. get that. Yeah. Like I'm <laughs> Yeah. Especially I think I think this especially became true when his daughter started to become teenagers. Cuz yeah. then their taste did align more with their mom in terms of activities and vacations and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Looking so, into my future. Um, but real quick, my just my kind of fantasy dream travel is to do a national parks road trip. Yeah, we thought about that, and we're still thinking about yeah. it. Yeah, it's free if you have a fourth grader. Oh, really? Yeah, thanks, Obama. Thanks, Obama. I yeah. love you. Right. <laughs> um, <gasps> you can take my fourth grader. <laughs> get in for free. She could be the. She's a believer. So we go. she could be sort of helpful with the kids. Yeah, yeah. it'll be helpful for us okay, if you take, take her. her for a summer. Well, we're not going to do this. <laughs> We're not going to do this till the girls get older, older if we do it. I have a feeling I'm going to have to really fight Sean on it because the idea of like driving around, the, that's not his thing. But I grew uh-huh. up going on, like my mom is from Kansas. Are you going and to? And we drove there every summer. Yeah. And then we, I did a bunch of road trips with my dad to national parks. And they're some of my favorite memories. And Tent camping? We did tent camping along the way. And so everything I've, actually Slate, they have a they have a parenting podcast too, which is awesome. They had a whole 
it's like, the second best. It's the second best one. They had a whole segment about adventure travel with your kids and or like hard travel yeah. and doing it even when your kid kind of hates it. And there's and there's like evidence to suggest that that can be end up being like a very formative slash like one of your kids favorite experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of have a feeling that a national parks road trip my girls will be like, I hate this. Why are we in the car? But then they might look back on it and love it. There's a place <laughs> called Wisconsin Dells. Yeah. What is that? I've heard of it. It's like the Branson of Wisconsin. What is Branson? Branson, Missouri. It's like. Okay. you. <laughs> okay. It's like Las Vegas for families. <laughs> it's like okay. just built up tourist this crap. Is... <laughs> like all the touristy things that you see in Niagara Falls that got like got built up around Niagara Falls. Uh-huh. Like it's that without Niagara Falls. Ew. Yeah, but you exactly. love it well so wisconsin dells like the dells i guess are like river lake it's something with water i, I look up what a dell is <laughs> but um <laughs> like there are like mega resort water parks a part of it hey yo indoor and outdoor um and so like one of our positive travel experiences was we met our f- extended family in Wisconsin Dells, which is where my wife went, sh- where yeah. she was growing up. And like within the pass of like, we paid for one water park resort, but then it's like you do water slides, like wacky raccoon water slides a- on Monday. And then like a different place on Tuesday and Wednesday and third, like, right. And it was, it was actually pretty good. And it was like within like each space you could let, let the kids roam and then there's like all the horrible like touristy stuff but like we got a pass to do like laser tag and putt putt and see it was a good trip that reminds me of uh, i'm gonna reference the slate parenting podcast again (laughs) one of their hosts took his daughters to disney world and he said that like before he had kids he was basically like i'll never go to disney world but he did, and he said his favorite thing was that his daughters were happy the entire time. Yeah. And I can see that, like, what you're talking about, too, is yeah, it's not something fun. you would choose to go to if you didn't have kids, but right. your kids are going to have so much fun and be less, you know, whiny because they're having yeah. a great time. Well, so. And so, like, if I'm going to give travel advice, it's pick a trip, like, center the trip around the kids. Mm-hmm. Because if you try to do the thing that you want, the kids probably won't be into it. Right. Right. But as a parent, hopefully you can find joy in your kids finding joy. Exactly. So I'm still not ready for Disney World. That's crazy. (laughs) There is a blog post, uh, and I forget how it came across my feed, but somewhere somebody mapped out all of the best places to hide and smoke pot in Disney World. (laughs) love it so google that okay on that note so on that note let's go to our picks for person place or thing what do you got true okay so my thing is really corny but I saw someone do this today, and I feel like people that listen to a parenting podcast might like this kind of thing. So my thing is a hand hug. What? Okay, I'm sorry. I, I was drinking coffee with people. I shouldn't, be, I shouldn't judge your picks unless you judge You me. already did, but like somebody, like so it was like four people drinking coffee, and then someone had to leave, 
and like one person gave another person the leaving person a handshake and then it turned into like everybody has to shake his hand and it was just like uh kind of lame but this person was kind of like hippie-ish so like with the last person like who was like apologetic like i guess we got to do a handshake now and he's like no do this and he held up his hand and she's like okay and she went to give him like a high five but then he he's like now hold it and so like they're like palm to palm and then they just he's like now wrap your thumb around and so it was one hug hand like hugging the other hand and like i don't think i'm gonna give people hand hugs on a regular basis but like i could see like when kids want a hug or blah 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 i'd be like give me a hand hug and like you teach like it could be a special shared thing between you it. and your kids as i a like hand it hug. So, and you're lucky you're feeding your kid now, or I'd totally make you give a hand hug on the air. I like it, and I look forward to Googling hand hug so I can find something to link to. I don't know what you're going to find when you Google hand hug. Like, that might be another thing altogether. So, my pick is actually a little cheesy, too. Um, It is a scavenger hunt for signs of spring. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. So, I... I'm pretty sure I got the idea to do this from this great book called I Love Dirt, which has like activities to do with your kids outside. Anyway, I did this Signs of Spring scavenger hunt with my nephew a few years ago, and he spent the night last weekend, and we went for a walk to breakfast, and we did it again. And it's just such a cheerful way to say goodbye to winter, a hand, hello, like, and, and just get psyched up for spring. Um, so, you know, all we, I can think about is like how much like of the dog crap that was hidden by yeah, garbage <laughs> yeah. sign of spring. Yeah. <laughs> all the smells that were frozen. Well, you can smell. Now. We stuck to organic signs of spring. Dog well, crap is organic. That's true. All right. <laughs> we did not. OK, Sorry. <laughs> that's fine. But like bulbs coming out, it's like it's kind of yeah, too early right worms. now for buds to be on trees. But that's a good one. Um, basically you're just looking for people's gardens to start to emerge. Yeah. Um, and it's really fun and, and birds and things like that. And, uh, and yeah, so I highly recommend doing that. Even if you don't have kids, go do it yourself because it'll put you in a better mood. Yeah. That's a great idea. (laughs) Yeah. And then give someone a hand hug. Yes. So (laughs) that's it for today. Um, please do not be a stranger. Be in touch with us. You can find Just a Phase on Facebook at Just a Phase Podcast, on Instagram under the same name, and on our website at justafazepodcast.tumblr.com. Please don't forget to leave us reviews and subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. And you should go on Facebook and give like your tips for traveling with children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We probably left some stuff out, right? Yes. We need to be more interactive. No, definitely. Please, please leave uh, leave your ideas on on the post about this episode. And Just a Phase podcast is produced by Whitney Crispell. Our theme music is Urbana Metronica Woo Yeah Mix by Spinning Merkaba, and it is used under a Creative Commons license. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>